This message from the Parsha is from Lekutei Siches Parsha's Chelek Tes Zayin, Parsha's B'Shalach, Sicha number one. Hashem, who loves us and created us and gave us the Yitzhahara, advises us on how to best contend with our Yitzhahara and gives us the wisdom that we need to be able to not only resist the Yetzirah, but to be able to identify when an idea is being offered by the Yetzirah, and not to confuse messages from the Yetzirah, to think that it's coming from the Yetzirah, or to think that it's coming from a neutral place. For instance, when the Yetzirah says to a Jew, Hey, why don't you go do an Aveda? This is a relatively easy battle to identify. It may not be an easy battle to win, but at least it's an easy battle to identify. It's a noticeable, identifiable opponent. You want to do a mitzvah. The Yitzhahot is telling you, do an Aveda. So although you have to get, you have to gather your strength to resist his challenge, but at least you know what to resist. But when the Yetzirah comes to a Jew and says, come, let's do a mitzvah, and then let's do another mitzvah, and then let's do another mitzvah, because he wants to become friends, so that later, when it's time to do an Aveda, or when it's time to indulge a little bit in the uh, guilty pleasures of the world, you won't have so much resistance, because uh, you become buddies with the Yetzirah. So the Yetzirah, this Yetzirah, is much more insidious, because it's harder to identify. Yitzharu says, yes, during davening, let's daven, but during eating, let's eat. During davening, it's a perfect time to think about Hashem, because during lunch, I'm not going to let you think about Hashem. That's time to think about how much the food tastes good. And from there, on to the next exception. Because I let you daven, because I let you do a mitzvah, now you have to respect the boundaries, now it's Yitzharu time. This is a much more difficult enemy to isolate and to identify and then to go to war with. But the Torah gives us illumination for that as well. And in this week's Parsha, we find a perfect illustration of this. We find that when the Yidden were chased by Egypt at the Yamsuf, the Torah tells us that the Egyptians at the Mitzrayim were chasing them with horses and chariots. And uh, where did they get horses from? If all the farm animals died during the, the Makas Dever, during the plague of pestilence, we must conclude that the animals belonged to those Egyptians who took Moshe seriously when he said that if the animals are brought indoors under a roof, they won't die. As the Torah says, that there were Egyptians who feared God and brought their animals indoors so that they wouldn't die. So those were the only animals left surviving in Egypt. And yet those Egyptians who feared Hashem and believed what Moshe said and brought their animals inside so that they should be saved because they were believers, they were the ones who gave their animals to chase after the Jewish people and to bring them back at the Yamsuf. And that's why Rashi says that from this story, Reb Shimon used to say that the best Egyptian should be killed. 
meaning that the best Mitzri of the time, the ones that believed in Hashem and the ones that believed in Moshe, then turned around to recapture and annihilate the Jewish people, it gives the Jew an insight into his day-to-day spiritual struggles that you have to be careful not only not to do an Aveda. The Yitzhahara is much smarter than that. The Yitzhahara knows that the average Jew is not is not going to comply when he is suddenly tempted to do a sin. A Jew wants to do a mitzvah. But if the Yitzhahara can get his foot in the door with a little bit of ego, with a little bit of selfishness, with a little bit of self-interest in the mitzvah, now the Yitzhahara already has himself halfway through the doorway. Now he can get the Jew when he's not paying attention to come and do something for the Yitzhahara. Not, God forbid, a sin, something friendly just to indulge a little bit in a little bit of ego, in a little bit of pleasure, innocent pleasure, and from there to move on to other things, God forbid. So Reb Shimon and Rashi and the Torah is teaching us that you have to identify the Yitzhahara for who he is. Even when he has a good idea, he's a Yitzhahara. He's not interested in construction, he's only interested in destruction, and therefore destroy him and listen to the Yetzir Toiv and have a good life.